Do you tube? Well, they tube. Yes, by the time you hear this, in cats training in your pocket, the premier short, entertaining, instructional video channel for standard asphalt test procedures in the lab and field will have become must-see TV for asphalt fanatics across the digital fruited plain. Great job, guys. Ever to conquer? More like ever to yield. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 1.21 You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, loyal listeners, and thank you for tuning in yet again because you are loyal. That's what you do. To the uh, you're listening to the best podcast in all of higher education, the award-winning hashtag getting brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. Whew! I'm a, a communications and marketing specialist within the aforementioned office, and uh, across from me here and. Looking good, like he's ready for football season. Can't come soon enough. Austin Phillips, he's the director of uh, our office. Got Marcus Klutz over here, twisting knobs and taking names. Uh, the uh, He's a level three producer uh, in the Auburn University employment system. We're proud of him for that. And, We're proud uh, of him for a lot of things. Proud of him for a lot of things. Today we are joined, speaking of pride, yes. my goodness. Today we are joined by Travis Walbeck training manager for a little place you may have heard of the national senator senator <laughs> yep try national that again senator <laughs> national center for asphalt technology ncat a little ncat ever heard of it a lot mm. christine hall yeah that she name works comes to mind yeah she's a she's a great communicator for that travis uh, thanks for joining us have you has she told y'all about her incident Oh, she has. She has. I got a text message. In fact, it de- it delayed some of the work we were doing together. <laughs> did it, did it, did it, it really? Did. Well, <laughs> as a training manager, you may have to work with her on scooter training. Right? Seriously, right? Yeah. And, What's the, the asphalt and, situation on South College? Apparently, it's awful. She's intimately familiar with the asphalt on yeah, South yeah, College. Yeah, very much. <laughs> knee, I didn't know if that foot, was an experiment or head. or what. Yeah, but she's okay. Yeah. Now, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah thank just goodness. a little. Just a little uh, tumble over the handlebars, yep. nothing to be yep. alarmed by. Just put a little dirt Just on it. Just a little concussion. Yep. Uh, wait, are we allowed to say, uh, yeah, she's fine. We'll, we'll, <laughs> she, she loves it. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. And uh, and, and we, we got a lot to talk about. First, though, I want to get into your Auburn story real quick. You come in here because I looked down due diligence. Came from a place with some country, country roads. roads. That's it. Mm-hmm. West Virginia. Kind of mean, how, what was that like? I did. So, so actually, I lived in West Virginia for about 10 years. Oh. So I, I grew up in Utah, went to school in Utah, uh, lived in Nevada a little bit as a child and as an adult. But, uh, in 2009, I moved to West Virginia, um, worked there for a while, ended up working for the West Virginia Division of Highways, which is their version of a DOT. Mm-hmm. And, uh, didn't we have some of those guys? I think we had some, uh, we were, Maybe at one of the the recent con- the transportation conferences, I thought there was a Probably. West Virginia presence, Probably or so. I'm just making it up. Well, Thank I mean, you, Travis. We, we have all kind of. <laughs> I mean, we have DOTs from all, you know many many states that have come to NCAT, sure, uh, to do some work, and we saved them millions of dollars by letting them come um, 
Test some things out. Absolutely. And in fact, I was part of, of getting some sections on the NCAT test track for West Virginia to awesome. do some research. There. Circle of life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. A big circle. One, yeah. One, <laughs> one, one point. What is it? Eight miles? What was the, oh, the track sign? It was 1.7 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. seven miles. That was, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, in the Alabama, oval, it's The oval of life. Yeah. The oval, the oval of life. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, awesome. So, so how did how how did Auburn get on your radar? How did we get down here? So, I I was acting as the as the state pavement engineer. That was my job title was the was the state pavement engineer there in West Virginia. So, I was really active in in a lot of regional conferences and and groups that that look at pavement preservation, look at pavement design and pavement management. Spoke at some conferences. Was part of the Ashto group that puts out standards and. Uh, um, I'd known I'd known Randy West, our director, and and Buzz Powell for quite some time, and uh, a couple of weeks after a conference where I had seen both of them, I got a call from Randy that said, "Hey, we've got an opening coming up with our training manager. We think you're a good fit, and we'd love for you to consider it." Rock and roll. So, what made you pull the trigger? Tired of mountains. No, <laughs> no, I missed the skiing terribly. Well, we do water skiing down here. Okay. It's totally different. All right, all right, all right. Uh, no, NCAT is is a huge name in the asphalt and pavement world. It really is, and so it, it's kind of it's kind of like being called up to the big leagues. And awesome. and so you know, I, I weighed out a lot of my options. It was probably the toughest uh, decision I had to make in my professional career to stay there, where I saw some places for me to grow, or come here and see a different kind of growth at NCAT. But I, you know, I'm really comfortable and happy with my decision, and and I'm having a blast. Well, and you've been here. About two years now. Yep, two years. So you're here a year, and then all of a sudden, yep, the world are, turned upside down. Things different. So how did that affect, uh, you know, what you guys do out there? Oh, it 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 brought us to a screeching halt. Um, our training income went to about a third of what it normally was, and that's that's even after we got to start having classes again. I used to spend, I, I used to be in and out of the Atlanta airport six to eight times a month, traveling to go places to do training turned into zero in a big hurry. Right. And so um, I, I have had the opportunity to go to a little bit in December. But other than that, that's the only trip I've made since uh, March of, of 2020. Was there anything virtually that you were able to do to kind of fill some of those gaps? So we have, and it's, that's a hard sell because, you know, we're, like we're trained. position. Yeah. It's a fun game. You could do yeah. that. Rad racer, maybe. There, just just there thought, you, just thought. There you go. An Oregon Trail. Let's, there you let's, go. Pave, yeah. let's pave that bad boy. Yeah. yeah. You won't get malaria this time. <laughs> there we go. Right. But uh, so so it's kind of a tough sell because the majority of the folks that we train are, are not really computer-driven day-to-day in and out of a computer folks. And so some of that virtual training is a tough sell for them. Um, but we, we have found some opportunities where we're doing some virtual training, um, with, with different DOTs where we'll pull in and do like three hour blocks for two weeks, a couple days a week. And, and we found some really great interaction. Um, now, now I'm, I'm a bit of a strange guy when it comes to training. I, I, I don't like people sitting on the back row. Mm. And so it comes to virtual training. I'm not okay with you turning your camera off. I want to see you. Mm. I want to see your body language. I want to see how you're you're acting. See if you're nodding and agreeing, or see if you look confused, so that I can help bring you along and get you the information. So that's one of the things we've done with NCAT. There is for any of our virtual training, we require that our attendees turn their their webcam on, and it really gives us the opportunity to connect with those people in in a much different level than if we were just speaking there aimlessly to to a computer oh, that's camera. Cool. That's cool, you, I, Jeremy. You wouldn't do well in that training. I don't think. Well, no, you can't sleep that way. <laughs> so that'd be that'd be rough for me. He'd call you out. Oh, oh, I'll call you out. If there now, if there was like, let's say, a YouTube channel 
devoted to training or something that I could get into. Have y'all considered anything along those lines, Travis? We absolutely have. We have a new program that just (laughs) got released. We've been working on for two years. Marcus and I talked about it before I was actually a full-time employee at Auburn. Get out of town. It's been a long time coming, and I am so proud of our team and what we've been able to put together. We have this new program. It's called Training in Your Pocket, and they're short, extremely informative, yet entertaining videos. I can vouch for that. I was I was I was digging it. I, I just started hearing this chuckling. <laughs> so I guess it was on it was on a Tuesday when Christine was was it on t- a Tuesday Christine was here? No, she she it. wasn't here. It was a Monday, I, I think right. she launched it. And then I, she was in the office on Tuesday. Right. Because so I was so asking her questions it, about it. And I hear Jeremy just just dying laughing. The 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 young lady that that pairs with you. This was the second video for the for the projects or you know yes. for the for the training thing. What, what what's her name? But but see y'all go by aliases in the in the in the show right or the in the videos. We do. Well, what's her? I mean, are oh, you, there's are a you story allowed? behind that. If you really? Want oh, there's oh, a story. That's, like a stalker that's situation. Why you're here. Or, yeah. No, I would love it because well, so they'll set it up for us. So you okay. how how. How how the concept even come along like doing it this way? Because obviously there's a little bit of humor like infused into it. Oh, there is. Right? I mean, yeah, I'm make hoping it, make it fun. I'm hoping that I wasn't just like like the hamburger test and right? the, and and just her no, expression. The, te- the Texas one's my favorite. Her, her, yeah. something well, about her the way she her expressions and then your reaction to her was just cracking me up. But y'all, um, y'all play well off. Yeah, play well. Well, so so yeah, so so how'd the idea even come up for that? So it, it's something as we look out there and see what is available online or or available for folks folks to, to take training, it's very old. It's very dry. It's very slow. It's not entertaining whatsoever. So th- that was something that I pitched to the NCAT group during my interview was that we need to do something that, that can really pull the millennial and the way that, that our society now interacts with learning back in and teach them about asphalt and make it exciting again for people. So that's that's kind of where it came from. But we decided we really wanted to have some some chemistry between the, the characters. You know, we want that Andy Griffith and Barney Fife Ooh, chemistry. You just said the magic words to this oh, group right here. Boy. This podcast is going to go. About we we may need to get you in on the group text. <laughs> yeah, we got, got an Andy Griffith group, group text between. How about that? Mike Ogles that runs our NASA programs. Okay. Tammy Walker who is our HR director. I know Tammy. Uh, Doug Dickerson, who's one of our development officers, and myself yeah. and Jeremy. We have yeah, all day long. The every every just, Tuesday, I <laughs> pop in their offices before I leave and go, see you Wednesday. <laughs> there you go. So, so I do have a question then. If, if, if y'all going to invite me and be part of that, can I please be Ernest T. Bass? If you want, well, well, now, now, Mike used to uh, oh, yeah, dress he actually up, dressed like up as it. He used to, he, he was a, he was a cosplayer. Okay. Uh, back in the day, uh, before, before that dirt was around, is it, but I'm sure he'll probably let you in. Well, right. I mean, the right. asphalt guy throwing rocks. I mean, sure. Right. No, no, no Mike can be able to pull yeah. rank on him. Nope. So, so, well, I, we could go on the Andy Griffith part for, yeah, for no, getting okay. back to the, but you we wanted chemistry. We could, yeah. We could. So we you draw we did. It, you drew in what's, well, what's her name on the show? So Chris is her name. In, in real life, in the video, well, in the her, video, her real name is Rachel. Real name's Rachel, and Chris. Okay, she's just Chris in the show. So what? What? Why the? Uh, why the stage name? So as we were writing scripts, we didn't have our talent, if you will, selected gotcha. yet. And w- I didn't want to be in the videos. I wanted some. I wanted actors to be in the videos. Gotcha. But it kind of, as we moved along, it kind of made sense that you know that I had the energy to do it. That, that, you know, I was probably going to be a good fit for it. But as we wrote the scripts, we wrote them very gender neutral. Gotcha. And I'm a Saturday Night Live fan from back in the 90s mm. when uh, 
It's Pat was yeah. popular. There we go. And for those of you that don't know, it was Pat and Pat, Terry and Chris. Pat, yeah. you couldn't tell who Pat was. You couldn't tell the gender on right. Pat. And so we wrote those very gender neutral. Well, one of the episodes there, they figured they could figure out uh, what what Pat's gender was by asking what Pat's fiance's name was, and she says, or he says. Pat says, it's Chris. <laughs> right, right. So it was all written very gender neutral Pat because we didn't Chris. have actors selected yet. All right. Well, look at that. And then we just ran with it. Okay. Now, the, the <laughs> series, how intensive is this? What are what are some of the topics that we're covering? What what are some of the things that we're doing? Great. So we're, we're getting into a bunch of balanced mixed design, which is a very, very hot topic in the asphalt world, especially in the training. Um, their states are moving towards this process that we call balanced mixed design, where we're balancing the rutting and the cracking in the asphalt mixtures. Um, try, trying to make our pavements last longer. So we're trying to pull in three to five minute videos that cover those kinds of topics. We're still going to cover some basic things like asphalt volumetrics where we're measuring the specific gravities of the mixtures, both compacted and, and loose. Um, we're going to talk about those terms so that we can help people catch up and learn about that. We're also going to go out in the field. Where we've got some videos um, written but not filmed yet about identifying the different types of cracks so we can tell the failure modes of the cracks out on, on the asphalt pavement. Um, I plan to do one with some uh, with an asphalt paver so we can explain the parts of a paver. I want to explain the parts of an asphalt plant so we can really th- dive through, get technical, but yet keep it fun like we've said. Now the in-person training now, we're, we're, you know, we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel here with COVID, especially here on campus. We got a lot of people vaccinated. Numbers are down. You know, we're seeing those trends all across the Southeast. Are, are you going to be able to start traveling again? Are we going to be able to get people here? What, what, what is that looking like? Do you, do you think? So we are getting requests to travel. And so once, once we can get that approved through the processes, then we will start to travel again. Um, some we have been doing very limited in-person training. That we we went ahead and set up our classroom for social distancing. We keep masks on. We do temperature checks. We follow all of those rules that we're supposed to. And so we have been conducting classes since about June of last year. We took a little break in December and January when when it was told, hey, nothing, can't do anything. Right. And then uh, and then we got back to work again. So our our numbers have been down significantly because where we could normally put. 30 people in a room, we're only putting 20 people in a room. But nonetheless, we've been able to carry forward and and keep the things afloat. Awesome. Awesome. How is a, how's somebody get into asphalt? Who's it? Who's, (laughs) I was trying to make a fault joke there. I was thinking, do do you wreck and hit the asphalt? And then all of a sudden it's, hey, I need to understand this. That could be it. <laughs> you mean like, like hall style, Christine yeah, hall style. Yeah. Good. Well, like, like how, how did, I mean, how'd you, uh, yeah. Like how, how'd you get interested? Yeah, I love, I love finding out are, about how I, people I get into, got train into train people about asphalt. So I, I kind of came in at, uh, kind of sideways really is that I, I was real miserable in a, in a company I was working for there in West Virginia and I was looking for something better and different. And I applied to work with the, the highway department there. Um, they were looking for the asphalt group manager and they saw things in me other than experience in asphalt that they thought were desirable to have in, in their agency. And so they ended up hiring me and I drank from a fire hose for a year, year and a half learning what I needed to learn so that then I could then teach that throughout our own group, you know, be the technical expert within, within the, the DOT there and, and show people what needed to be done. And then, um, not too long after I had been there, then the, the state pavement engineer job came open and I took that. And so I was very involved with asphalt steel at that point. 
and then and then kind of went from there. But, well, and you were uh, president of one of the associations as well. So I was. So I was. It was the Southeast States Pavement Association, um, and it, that's really just for engineers and DOTs. And uh, that that program had kind of stopped. They went nine years without having a meeting at all. And and there was there was a group that decided they wanted to do it again. And West Virginia, we volunteered to host it. And by, I guess, the short straw, they said, well, if you're going to host, then you're going to be the president. <laughs> and so we put that together, pulled that off, and had a phenomenal time getting together and, and learning about asphalt pavement design and pavement management. Um, had a great time with that. And then they said, well, we want you to stay president for another year. And I said, well, how about I go work for NCAT to get out of this? I hear you. Well, you know, you talked about NCAP being known. You knew about NCAP before you even got here. How advantageous is it for Auburn and for the College of Engineering to have uh, a place like NCAT, a place like the test track? Well, I, th- I think it's a huge asset. It, you know, it, it really pulls people. There's a lot of folks out there that, that know NCAT and they know it's a sub thing of, of Auburn, but it then brings them into town. So we, under a normal business year, you know, we have hundreds of people that are coming, not just for the training, but also for the research, for the track conferences that come into town and, and see what's going on. So, for instance, Rachel, that, that acts as Chris in some of those videos that we have, uh, she came down here and worked as a summer co-op last year. She actually lives in South Carolina. And after spending a year working in our laboratory down here and filming videos and doing fun stuff that way, she's decided to come back here for grad school. Oh, good. Because I was like, I really wanted to have her on. Yeah, that's wonderful. Wonderful. She was my first choice. Apparently, (laughs) What better place could you go to grad school to? That's true. I love it. Exactly. Love it. Do you, uh, when you hear the concrete guys talking trash about asphalt, how does that make you feel? Something about Robbie Barnes and, <laughs> and, and Bowers. Yeah, you know, now Bowers guy. toes that line. He toes yeah. the line. Bowers is more asphalt. But something like, what, what was Robbie think, Robbie's thing? You ever uh, seen a building made build out, out of asphalt? asphalt. Right. I mean, come on. That's, yeah. that's, well, that, well, that's, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine to go vertical with that concrete. We don't really care, but it's just a <laughs> substandard material when it comes to pavement. <laughs> I love the trash. Shots <laughs> I love the asphalt concrete <laughs> trash Yeah, talk. the turbo. I love oh, it. it. It's awesome. Knife war. I know. It's great. I love it. I like, I like twisting as much as I can. <laughs> I and, uh, and, 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 and Buzz, is it true that he makes everybody listen to the, his episode of getting, you know, hashtag getting when <laughs> he, he gets hired, when they get hired? I didn't know that was part of the training material, so so it? you know it, it was played during staff meeting uh, was it really no i <laughs> no. made that up i'm no, it sorry was played during staff meeting. do you Love have it. a cowboy hard hat i don't i do not have <laughs> the cowboy hard you hat. need one i think yeah. we all need one. that is cool isn't it I, there's plenty of photographs of him wearing <laughs> yes, that out there, there is yes there is tell us real quick back to the uh the, the show i keep saying it the guy called the show because Tra- so training in your pocket the videos training, training in your pocket, in your pocket. i mean what we, we we doing like a weekly Release. I mean, I know Rachel's probably already filmed her stuff. I guess she's coming back. How, how, what's the schedule? So right now we're going to release a new video every other week. Every other week. So that we keep this fresh. So I've got about eight videos in the can Love that it. are ready to go that uh, that we've got stacked up and, and going from there. Now, now Rachel's not in all of them. <sighs> so this this is the thing that, that really is advantageous for us as being part of Auburn University is that uh, is that we've gone through the theater groups here. And we found other actors, more actors that don't know about asphalt. So we get to teach them the right things right from the beginning. (laughs) Love it. Hook them horns. Yeah. (laughs) What was? Oh, oh, bad. That was right. No, she she, she she was referencing Texas. What he referenced Texas A and M, and she says, "Hook them horns." (laughs) I said, "No, the other." (laughs) I love. What was it when she like? uh, 
you she was doing something or hitting something and you're like cut that out <laughs> oh <laughs> it was something it was like please stop we, we referenced balanced mix design and she's got two chunks of asphalt trying to balance them on top of <laughs> that's each other. What she's like please stop yes, that please yeah. do no that well, was great well and if you want to see any of these videos you can go to ncats um any of their social pages, you can go to our social pages. We're, we're making sure that we share those as well. Thank you. Um, if you, if you search natively on YouTube, it's training, training in, in your, your pocket. pocket. You'll It'll pop right up. And, and think about it. You know, you put your cell phone in your pocket. Yeah. You pull it out. I, you hit YouTube up. I, well, I, that, there's your training. Andy Griffith show in my pocket all day <laughs> well, long. So. And that, I mean, that's what we preach in, in what we do in communication and marketing is the best way that we can reach people is get them directly in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it as easy for them to consume um our information, our brand, our marketing, uh, and the same thing applies to these videos. So love yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, I want to hit one more real quick yeah, plug if sure. you're okay. Dem- yeah. Uh, you know, we ended up needing help with our videography mm-hmm. and our, and our, our video editing and whatnot. So we actually went through, uh, the media studies group here on, on campus, pulled ourselves in an intern, found a fantastic fit. And, and let me tell you what, some of the creative things that are being done with those videos are really, are really all attributed to him. Yeah, great, it was like great. pop pop-up video. Well, and we get I mean a lot of our interns that Marcus has, you know, comes from comes from that group. Yeah. So they do, yeah. they do a good job over in liberal arts. So folks. it's another great partnership we have yeah. on campus. Great, great collaboration. That's what we do. Absolutely. Thanks a ton, Travis, for joining us. Really appreciate uh-huh. it. Yeah, thank you, War Eagle. Thank you, War Eagle.